to a new episode of In Check with FinTech, organized by Payments and Cards Network. Uh, today on the show, we have Nick Bortot, who's the CEO and founder of Bucks. Um, a bit of background on Nick. Nick started at City and was involved in building the first online brokers in the Netherlands in the early 2000s, to then move on to Bing Bank and founding Bucks in 2013. Uh, Bucks is Europe's largest neo broker in Europe with 300,000 users across five countries, and they've recently launched their flagship product. Buck Zero in Belgium and France. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to have you. Pleasure. Um, you're here today to talk about Neo Brokerage and if it is the next fintech revolution. But before we dive into that, can you maybe give a bit of an introduction on yourself as well as Bucks? Sure, yep. So um, I've been working in, in online brokerage basically my whole career. Uh, like you just mentioned, uh, I was one of the, the guys who, uh, who uh, joined a company called Bink. Uh, the first Dutch online broker uh, uh, a long time ago, back in 2000. Um, I'm super fascinated by investing, by the stock markets, and um, I really try to, to, to bring that fascination across to, uh, to, to, to other people. Because, I mean, back in the days, investing probably was like a hobby, maybe something your father did. But nowadays, because of the, the, the macroeconomic circumstances, um, investing is becoming a must for a lot of people. I mean, I mean interest rates in Europe are, are at all-time lows. Um, uh, pension systems are not sustainable. Uh, they're, they're basically designed on an aging population, not for an aging population. Uh, people are used to buy a home as their pension. House prices are out of reach nowadays. There are a lot of people freelancing. So, so for many people, uh, investing is one of the few uh, basically viable ways to, to, to build up some wealth for later. Interesting. All right, okay. Um, what about Bucks? So how did you come up with the idea? Where did it come from? What, what's your kind of story? You guys started in 2013, I think? Correct, yeah. I started with the idea in 2013. Yeah. We launched in 2014. So uh, before Bucks, I worked for, the, for, uh, for that other company for 12 and a half years. And I, I, I basically saw that there are many people who want to invest but that the actual number of people that, that's investing in Europe is very small. And to give you an example or an idea, in, in the US, 40%, 4-0 of, of the, the entire population is investing versus just 15 in Europe. Um, and that's because in Europe there, there's no real investment culture. But what we see now, because of these macroeconomic circumstances that I just described, Europe is Americanizing, so people have to start investing. But what we see is that um, that if you if you look at traditional investment platforms, they don't really they don't they're not really inviting for for, for young people, and so uh, and not not just young people for but for, for let's say the entire digital generation. So uh, my idea of founding Bucks was to to make it much easier to start investing, mm -hmm. also to help people to understand the process. I mean it's it's. Investing can be overwhelming. It can be can be quite uh, scary for people. It's about money. It's about risk. So you have to make it as easy and understandable as possible. And that 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 was really was my 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 mission when and it's still my mission uh, with with Bucks. And making it accessible, I use uh, the Bucks Zero app myself. Um, the UI UX is great. Is that how you try to make it more accessible for everyone? Or also other methods that you use in order to make it It's basically the entire package. So it starts with, for example, with, with, with the onboarding. Onboarding should be super easy. You should be able to onboard within a couple of minutes. That, that's one thing. Secondly, like you're mentioning, it's UI, UX. And so the interface should be simple. 
um, in, in, in the investment world we, we are used to, to having long names and jargon and we, we try to, 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 to basically cut that out. Um, uh, but it's also the process. So something we don't have in our app now, but something we're working on is what we call automated investing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of research saying that the best way to invest is to invest a monthly fixed amount. In, in uh, That means that you're investing in good times and in bad times. And so the average, your, your average is uh, uh, likely to be better than when you just invest a lump sum. Um, so we're building a, an automated investing feature that allows people to invest a fixed amount uh, every every month, um, and that's that's an example of how we are how we are helping people to uh, to to yeah to invest in the right way. Yeah. Is, is a lot of education needed for people or consumers? Definitely, yes, yes. Um, like I just mentioned, investing can can be can be scary, can be can be a bit overwhelming. Um, so we we take people by the hand. Uh, we have a we have a, a team that produces a lot of content, a lot of articles, and a lot of educational stuff about about investing. Um, so definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys also have uh, looked at the blog, doing research. You have previews as well of the uh, revenue numbers of specific uh, stocks. Sure. Stocks yeah, we, we look at, at earnings events uh, yeah. when, when when companies are, are uh, basically announcing their earnings. But it's it's actually it's it, it it starts much earlier in the process. So a lot of people, I mean, it's it's not that difficult to deposit money to put money on your account. But then the first question is. Uh, um, um, in which shares am I going to invest or which ETFs, mm-hmm. how much am I going to invest? And even th- there's, there's one step before, what is my risk appetite? What is my investment horizon? So these are all basic questions that we help people to answer before they start to build up their, uh, their portfolio. Yeah, I understand. Um, you guys are Europe's largest neo broker right now. Um, how are you guys different from other brokers? Because there is more traditional brokers out there. I think that the competition is also increasing uh, in terms of new new brokers coming on the market. How, how does Box differentiate themselves? Yeah, so so let's let's first explain what a neo broker is, uh, and I like to 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 draw a um, let's say let's let's look at the uh, at another industry, the neo banking industry or challenger banking industry. Um, there are a lot of challenger banks in Europe. Um, in the Netherlands, we have Bank. In in, in Germany, we, there's N26. Uh, there's Revolut. I mean, most of your listeners who are interested in fintech will know these uh, these names. And these challenger banks have not reinvented uh, banking. They they are repackaging banking. That's what they do. And what they do really well is they understand the needs of the digital gen- generation. <coughs> so. If, if uh, um, I mean, if I'm using my uh, Instagram, for example, or if, if I'm using the Airbnb app or, or any other app, uh, I'm used to a specific experience, and people also want to to have that same experience when they use a financial app, and that's what these companies do very well. So it's UI, UX, it's tone of voice, it's it's colors, design, onboarding. So it's, it's the entire package. And, and that, that meeting the needs of, of, the, of that digital generation. Uh, so this happened in banking over the past years. In brokerage, it did not happen yet, um, but, but it's starting to happen now with us, for example. Um, and that's what's called neo, neo brokerage. Mm-hmm. So neo brokerage 
is not like, okay, we're mobile, because there are, are a lot of legacy brokers that also have, have mobile apps, but it's really uh, 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 starting with, with the, the, the needs of, of, of the digital generation in the back of your mind and building a product that really uh, meets their needs. That, that's what Neo Brokerage is. Mm -hmm. We are the largest Neo Broker in, in Europe. Of course, there's competition. Uh, that's, that's, that's first of all healthy and it would be, uh, our, our idea would be really bad if there wouldn't, it wouldn't be any competition. Um, so there are, there are definitely competitors. Um, and at the end, why, why we are different is, um, I think from a, from a front end perspective, um, I mean, we, we, we are very, very UI and UX uh, focused. Uh, we, we were a company of 120 people and we have, uh, I think, five or six designers uh, in, in our team, which is a lot. Um, so that's one thing. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, we are not ex-bankers and brokers. That also helps. So we, so we, we, we started with a clean sheet and, and we, we really think out of the box without, without having any legacy. Um, and a, a, a third big, uh, big advantage that we have, and this is something that's not, not uh, immediately visible for our users, is that we, we built the entire backend. So uh, many of our competitors built apps on top of traditional brokers. And I mean, that, 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 that helps you to hit the ground running. It's because it's you basically leverage on the infrastructure of this traditional broker. But as soon as you want to start changing things, if you want to, for example, go to a new country where there's a different tax regime, then you run into trouble. Um, so we, we spent two years on building this, this engine. And uh, I always describe it as an, uh, compare it to an, to an iceberg. The, the app is just the tip of the iceberg and the engine underneath it is, is much bigger. Um, so we built, we were the first broker since 10 years in, in, in Europe that, that built an entire engine and this engine really helps us to, to and we build it in a very uh, nimble, a very modular way. Mm -hmm. And this engine really helps us to, to, to cross borders very quickly because at the end, we, I mean, we, we didn't touch upon this yet, but we, we uh, offer people to, to buy and sell uh, shares at zero commission. So, so whereas at traditional brokers you pay somewhere between five to ten euros for every transaction we allow people to do it for free uh, we can we can talk a little bit about, uh, about that later um, but so so, so the, let's say the, the the revenues per customer are, are, are small which means that you have to cross borders you have to to be to become a European leader in order to make this a sustainable business and that's why it's so important to be able to for example, adapt to, adapt to local tax regulation, adapt to local, uh, I mean, every country has different IDs. Uh, in every country, there is a different deposit method, for example. I mean, uh, you, you have a payments background, so you, uh, you know a lot about that. Um, so so, so this, this engine is, is, is critical for us to, to become this European leader. It makes you very agile. Absolutely, yeah. We started PCN 12 years ago with a view to serving the fintech community from a growth perspective. Since 2008, PCN has helped household names in fintech as well as the largest global merchants grow with the best talent who have specific financial technology experience. If you are a VC with a portfolio of fintech businesses, a scale-up looking to hire the best talent, 
or a merchant looking to hire a head of payments or an entire payments team. Get in touch today for a no obligation consultation on how PCN can help you accomplish your hiring goals. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about Bug Zero. So maybe uh, what is Bug Zero? I think you already gave a bit of a teaser, but also why is it such a big deal? Yeah, so I was I was telling that that it's 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 super important that people start investing. And I'm not just saying that because I'm I'm fascinated by investing and that our company is make making making a living from investing, but it's it's important because of the factors I mentioned, because of the low interest rates, the unsustainable pension system, the house prices that are out of reach, etc. Um, so people have to start investing. But you can imagine if um, if you want to invest a, a small amount, because the younger you start investing, the better, and not everyone has has let's say, a rich, a rich dad or, or, or uh, uh, um, won the lottery. So most people start investing with, with 50 euros or maybe 100 euros a month. If you start investing 50 euros a month and you have to pay 5 euros to buy your shares and, and, and 5 to sell them, that means 10 euros on, on 50 euros. That's like 20% uh, of, 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 your, of, your, uh, of your result, which basically doesn't make sense. Um, so very low or, or no transaction costs are uh, allow people to invest very small amounts and, and that's what it's all about. How do you do that though? Because uh, there's, a, there's, there's, like we said, several kind of brokerage firms out there, also app-based, some also call them new brokers. Not all of them, most of them don't offer like a, a zero commission model. How, how is it possible you can offer such a model? Yeah, so so it starts with uh, back to the, the the engine we built, back to the broker. So having your own broker and being first of all super cost efficient, mm -hmm. uh, using the latest technology, uh, using partners with the latest technology, the latest RegTech partners, for example. That's one thing. Secondly, you have to be able to roll out real quickly. Doesn't make sense. I mean, uh, uh, our our HQ is based in Amsterdam. Amsterdam the Netherlands are uh, is, is a small country. So it doesn't make sense for us to just stay, do this in the Netherlands. And that's why we're live in five countries already. Um, and, um, and we do charge for certain uh, order types. So um, if you want to have your order executed, and, and by order I mean if you want to buy your shares or sell your shares, at the end of the day you pay nothing. Um, and I'm talking about European shares now because we make a little difference between European and American shares. Um, so if you pay, if you buy them at the end of the day, you pay nothing. If you want to buy them immediately, so now, you pay one euro. One euro is still very cheap. It's still much cheaper than the legacy brokers. But if we make enough one euros, then we can make a living of that. So that's re one revenue source. If we look at American shares, there we we do not charge this one euro. So uh, you can have your order immediately uh, executed without any transaction cost. But we do charge a uh, markup on your AVEX fee. So you, uh, with us, you get a you get a euro account, but 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 uh, American shares are always denominated in, in in US dollar. So every time you buy and you sell, you pay a, a small uh, FX fee on top of the normal of the regular AVEX fee that that for the euro to dollar or dollar dollar to euro. And these are our. This is our revenue model. In the future, we uh, we're working on on, on other 
uh, monetization sources as well, like uh, like uh, subscriptions, for example. Um, but currently, th this is how we make our money. And so, from my understanding, it's one euro per order or per share? Per order, per order. No, per share, that would be really expensive. I was going to say. Yes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing in order to receive every episode as it's published. The fintech space is ever-changing, and we care about keeping you up to date with the latest happenings in this exciting space. If you wish to appear on the next episode of In Check with Fintech, please email podcast at teampcn.com. That's podcast at teampcn.com. So is, that, is it also, and I think you kind of um, said that, is the, the, the volume that you guys create by having 300,000 users and being able to uh, process uh, orders in, of that magnitude or of that size and that quantity probably gives you a better price than if I would go as an individual. Into the market. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so uh, it also gives you a lot of negotiation power and it's, it's, it's just not easy to... I mean, there's a big barrier to entry, not, not just from a volume point of view, but uh, we're in a regulated business, a heavily regulated business. Uh, so also getting your licenses with, with, with the regulators. Yeah. Cool. Um, we talked a bit already about Neo Brokerage. We'll, we'll dive into that shortly. Um, what I did want to touch on as well, um, it's hard to miss these days. We're in times of crisis at the moment right now, uh, obviously. Um, what's the impact has been on uh, the use of your app and... and, and yeah, yeah. What's the impact of it? Yeah, yeah. So you're referring to COVID. Yes. Uh, of of course, of course. Uh, because of COVID, there was a lot of volatility at the at the at the uh, at the markets. Um, on the one hand, this is very this this has caused a tailwind. So so uh, many people they, they were at home uh, saw the markets uh, diving and then soaring again. Um, and we're like, okay, this is a once in a decade opportunity to uh, to get into the market. So, in March, in April, we saw a huge inflow of, of customers. But at the end, um, our goal is not to 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 let our customers speculate. Uh, um, the goal really is to help them to to build up wealth for later. Um, so th this is ob obviously great, but it's 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 let's say a short term effect. At the end, um, we want people to to yeah, to to, to uh, follow the behavior that 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 really helps them to build up wealth, and that's this monthly investing that I was talking about, and not speculating on Wirecard going up or down. Uh, it's it's that sounds exciting, but it's not easy to make money uh, in, in in that way. No. Yeah. yeah. And I guess you want to stick them for keep them for long term, right? If you have someone who just comes in for a day and he makes the wrong. Let's call it bet. Sure. Sure. It's it mean if for our for our uh, PNL. It's interesting if, if a lot of people speculate, but at the end, um, if 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 our users make money in the long term, it's much better for us because then they stay with us. They're happy. They refer bucks. Uh, that's that's our end goal. Without being too much of a financial advisor now, is it is is, is the, are these times a better time than investing than? Let's say a year ago, for example. Um, you should actually always invest. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm being. It starts to be a bit boring, um, but but no one knows what the markets are going to do tomorrow, right? So uh, if if your if your horizon is long enough, then you should always invest, because uh, um, let's say that you have a 10-year horizon. 
if, if you're lucky, then the market goes up for the next 10 years. But if you're not lucky, then tomorrow the market crashes and it takes you three or four years to, to, to make up for that loss. So if you're, if you're investing on a monthly basis, then it also means that after this 20, 20% crash, you're also investing and then you're investing at the low. So as no one can predict the markets, you have basically have to spread your, your investments over a period of time. Yep. So, so my advice would be, although uh, uh, we, we, we are not, not, not allowed to give advice, but let's say my suggestion mm-hmm. would be to, uh, to, to, to spread your investments, first of all, over a period of time, and secondly, over multiple different, um, different companies or ETFs. Exactly, yeah. So you said that you saw an influx of, of, of people starting to invest, I guess, neo brokerage as well. Um, let's call it the neo-brokers revolution, if you will, that, that causes more and more people to start investing, more and more individual investors going onto the market. What's the impact of that? Yeah, um, I th- I've, I've, I've been in this industry for, for quite some time now, and um, I went through three uh, crises, the, the dot-com bubble, the financial crisis, and this is the third one. And I think the impact is every time is the same. People have a short memory, so... so uh, people make a lot of money, they lose a lot of money. Um, um, but I, I think it's great that, that uh, at the end that, that this crisis is, is, is kind of accelerating neo-brokerage, uh, that it, that it um, also makes people aware of the fact that they have to start investing. Uh, I would say that, that for, for me that's, that's the big, the big advan- advantage and the fact that people are speculating on the short term is... is it's fun, it's exciting, but that's, that's not what it should be about. No, so the impact is very much on more of the uh, behavior of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also because people are, are at, at home at the moment, or a lot of people are at home, they were reading about investing, they're, they're looking up articles on the internet. So it's also, uh, yeah, it, it, people are just, are just also, they have more time and they're more, more interested in, 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 in the entire space. Is there a risk of having so many, in between brackets, inexperienced investors now onto the market? Um, for us, as a as a as a broker, um, as Bucks, it's it's. I wouldn't call it a risk. I would call it um, there. There's a there's a uh, call it a let's call it pressure on our shoulders. Uh, there, we have a duty to educate all these people and to 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 give them guidance. I think that's that's super important. Um, you can build a, a really great investment platform where people can, can buy and sell shares real, real quickly, but that's only where it starts, right? That's, it's, like, it's like a car. I mean, mean uh, you can, you can, when you're 18, you can get a car from your, your mom or your dad, but then you, you don't know how to drive it, right? Uh, so we also need to teach people how to drive their cars. Um, and that's not that difficult. Might, might might sound very difficult, but there are a few basic rules that you have to stick to. And if once you when you, when you stick to these rules, then investing can be very interesting. So you do education as well and try to be responsible rather than just offering the platform. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, so back to kind of neo brokerage. Then you, you already draw the similarity with uh, kind of neo banking. Do you think that this is the next fintech revolution, neo brokerage? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So investing is going is going to be big in Europe because of these macroeconomic circumstances, um, and this is this this is going to be huge. I mean, I mean, um, if you look at the legacy brokers, all these legacy brokers started back in the in, in the nineties, early two thousands, 
Uh, I mean, they still have, have, have a web DNA, so they find it hard to, to, to meet those needs of, of this new generation. Uh, we do meet, meet the needs, we, we understand uh, the, the, the newer generations. And secondly, the market is getting much bigger because more and more people start investing uh, because of the things I mentioned. Um, so this, this is absolutely going to be huge. Yeah, you drew, you drew the beginning, also you talked about kind of how um, in America there's 40% of the population investing in Europe is, uh, is 15%. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you guys talk about the Americanization of investing in Europe right mm -hmm. now. Why should uh, Europeans now, despite maybe uh, the market conditions that we're in today, um, why should they care more about investing than, than before? Um, yeah, so we talked about low interest yeah. rates. So, so basically, if you look, if you look back 10, 20, 30 years ago, then, then the, either the government was, was taking care of your, of your pension or, or, or let's call it your money for later, because it doesn't just have to be your pension. And secondly, your employer. And, and, and many people stayed with an employer for 10, 15 years, sometimes, sometimes their, their entire life. But that, that, that has changed. Uh, people switch jobs, uh, they freelance, that's one thing. And secondly, this, the, the pension systems in, in, in Europe were designed after the Second World War, where the population was growing. So basically, you and me, we're paying for our, our parents' uh, pension. But if the older generation is, is, is aging, then this is not sustainable anymore, because a, a small group has to, to basically uh, carry the weight of the pensions of a much bigger group. And that's why the entire pension system is changing. That's why people have to... Um, basically start saving for their own pension instead of their, their, their parents' pension. And that's why you need to start investing. And, and that starts with, with regular in, investing, but it can also be a, a investing with a, with a tax wrapper, for example. So there are multiple different, there are different ways of, of, uh, to, to do that. Mm -hmm. So interesting, let's talk a bit about, so 15% of uh, the European population is now investing. I guess it Again, going back to kind of neo-banking, neo-brokerage. In banking, there's much more users that know what banking is like. They knew what the difference was with neo-banking. In neo-brokerage, like you said, most of, well, there's, there's still 85% of the population who's not yet trading um, or investing. How is it, do you feel that the fintech revolution therefore takes longer? It sounds like you guys have quite a tough job, right? There's still 85% of the population to convince to start investing in the first place. Whereas in, in, in banking, everyone has a bank account, basically, yeah. in, at least in Europe. That's true, that's true. Um, on the other hand, uh, in, in, in banking, let's say the traditional banks are not that bad. If you look at brokerage, um, let's say if you're 40 years old or younger and, and you, you open an account with a legacy broker, then you better take a day off to open an account and to make sure that you understand their, their platform. So, so the difference between a neo broker and a legacy broker is, 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 is huge. Um, and secondly, it's also about bigger amounts, right? So, so uh, if, if you're looking at, at, um, at neo banking, it, it's about paying, paying 20 euros to a friend because you had, you had dinner together, etc. But here it's, it, it's, about, it's about serious money. So, um, yeah, so, so therefore I'm convinced that this is, this is like the next revolution in fintech. Very interesting, really cool what you guys do. Like I said, I'm a, uh, uh, I'm a 
I'm a fan, I would say, of the Bug Zero uh, app and, uh, and the way it functions and the way it works. It's, uh, Thank you. It's really cool. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks for being on the show, Nick. Um, for those of, of, of the listeners who want to find Bucks, where where should they go? Where can they find more information? Where can they download the app? I guess in the app stores. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, we, it, may, it may be good to mention that. So the the, the the Bucks Zero app is in the app stores in in France, in Germany, Austria, Belgium, and the Netherlands. Um, next year we'll be we'll rolling out to 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 uh, new countries, likely to uh, Italy, uh, Spain, uh, the Nordics. Um, you can find our app uh, in, in the App Store. Just just uh, look for Bugs Zero, both in Android and iOS. If you want to visit our website, it's getbugs.com. So G-E-T-Bugs.com. B-U-X is the, is the spelling of our name. Um, yes, so I wish, I wish everyone who listens uh, good luck with, with the app and all feedback is very welcome. Right. Well, thanks very much. Thanks everyone for uh, listening. Nick, thanks again for being on the show. It was a pleasure. And um, for everyone else, um, hear you next time. Thanks for listening. And we'd like to leave you with a more serious message from our partner Free A Girl, who are dedicated to founding child prostitution and impunity all over the world. Hi, I'm Evelyn, CEO and founder of Free A Girl. Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away together with their youth, family, and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom, and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freeagirl.com for more information. Thank you.